New Thinking Allowed. Conversations on the leading edge of knowledge and discovery with parapsychologist Jeffrey Mishlove. Hello and welcome. I'm Jeffrey Mishlove. Today I'd like to share with you four steps for successful ESP performance. Interestingly, these are the steps that were published in 1964 in an article, and I'm going to share the link so you can read the whole article if you wish by Rhea A. White, who was at one time the editor of the Journal of the American Society for Psychical Research. Rhea died in 2007. I feel very fortunate to have known her. She was an inspiration to me. And uh, she was an important person in the history of parapsychology. Uh, this particular article, published in 1964, is considered one of the 10 best articles ever published in the field of parapsychology. Rhea, incidentally, also is the founder of the Exceptional Human Experience Network. I don't know if it's active any longer, but for many years they published a, a fascinating journal. Her idea was to widen the scope of parapsychology to include a larger number of exceptional human experiences that are normal categories of extrasensory perception and, and psychokinesis didn't begin to really touch on the, the, the many extraordinary things that people were reporting. So, she began collecting evidence for this. She's also the co-author of a wonderful book, uh, co-authored with uh, Michael Murphy, the founder of the Esalen Institute. Uh, it's called The Psychic Side of Sports. It's an example uh, of uh, her idea of exceptional human experience. Now, Let's talk about this article. It was a comparison of old and new methods used in parapsychology. And I think it's fair to say that in 1964, when the article was published, parapsychology was sort of in the doldrums. Uh, what had happened, of course, is that in the 1930s, J.B. Ryan and his colleagues began uh, a whole new paradigm of research involving card-guessing experiments. And uh, it was a change from earlier studies. You know, the first studies really began in the 1880s. So, in 1964, over 50 years ago, um, research had been already going on for 80 years. And uh, I think people were then, and as they are still today, frustrated at the enormous resistance that was being uh, put up. But also, you know, the results were spotty. Yes, they were statistically significant, but uh, really not that striking. And she noticed that in, in that era of card-guessing experiments, that researchers paid very little attention to the state of mind of their research subjects. They were simply asked to guess what card was going to be presented to them. Whereas in the earlier period, let's say um, starting in the 1880s, there was much more attention being paid to subjective mental states, which is very tricky from a scientific perspective because these subjective states are invisible to everybody but the person experiencing them and they're hard to put into words. And furthermore, there's even the 
suggestion that if you focus too much on your mental state, that focus actually interferes with the psychic process. So you want to be, you know, kind of distracted or relaxed. But uh, Rhea went through a series of successful earlier experiments and began to isolate the steps that she felt were uh, necessary for successful ESP production. And interestingly, in her, her article, I think was instrumental in uh, the next wave of parapsychology that really began in the 1970s with remote viewing. And some of the early remote viewing researchers, people like Russell Targ and Charlie Tart, back in the 1970s uh, were influenced by Rhea White's thinking, and it's worth uh, presenting her four steps now. So, I'm going to go into them. The first step is obviously relaxation. You know, in my survey of the literature of parapsychology, I can say that the single strongest line of uh, evidence in process-oriented research, the uh, single th uh, effect that seems to have the uh, strongest influence on ESP performance is relaxation. It could be through meditation. It could be through hypnosis. It could be through guided imagery. It could be uh, the Jacobsonian muscle relaxation process. All of these have been shown to have a positive effect on ESP performance. So, having a little time to relax before you begin or as much time as you feel is appropriate for you is important. Simple as that. Step two. However, once you're very relaxed, your mind tends to wander. So, you want to engage your conscious mind on the task at hand. When I first learned remote viewing from Russell Targ, he said to me, ask your subconscious mind to give you information about the target. That's a way to engage the mind again in the process. And it also carries with it the implicit assumption that you already have that information. It's already in your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind has access to all information anywhere in time or space. The trick is to get it up to the conscious mind. Now, the third step might just be the most important one of all. The third step is to wait. And in Rhea White's article, she quotes an old saying, all things come to those who wait. And I know in my own experience, sometimes you get very impatient at that point. Ask your subconscious mind. And some people think, well, the first thing that pops into your mind, that should be it. But actually, she's suggesting, no, wait. Sometimes, now how long should you wait? Uh, in her guideline is, and I suppose it's for practical purposes, not more than an hour. And, uh, but maybe at least give yourself 15 minutes. I know many times in my unsuccessful <laughs> attempts to repeat my early remote viewing successes, I, I would not wait at all. I want to get that uh, result within five minutes and, and I would grasp for it. 
And that's very important. You don't want to be grasping. You want to be patient. And what she's suggesting is crucial here. Wait until something pops into your mind which is distinct, which is different than your normal ideation, your normal mental imagery. Wait uh, in fact, so the, the way she explains it is people would report sometimes the correct information would sort of explode into consciousness and it would be detailed and it would uh, have texture and uh, color and sensation. Of course, everybody who practices remote viewing these days knows you don't want to overinterpret it. You want to report the raw sensations. And it's going to be a little different for each person. We're all unique in this regard. But with practice and feedback, you can begin to develop a sense for you of the texture, the quality, the, the way the imagery will impress itself upon your consciousness so that you can begin to develop some sense of confidence and trust in it. And it's going to be unique for you, for each person. But it does seem to me that the waiting is crucial. Don't just jump at the first thing. Don't try to force it. Let it form itself and be patient. It's There's a very delicate state of mind involved here, a state in which you're alert in which you're aware, in which you're receptive and ready for the information, but not too eager, not grasping. And when it comes, generally speaking, you'll know. It'll have a unique feeling to it. A feeling that over time you can learn to identify. And I guess it's also fair to say <laughs> that even the very best remote viewers, the very best psychics, have difficulty at times distinguishing between authentic psi-mediated information and information that comes through imagination and uh, other other forms of uh, mental processing going on in your, in your mind. After all, <laughs> consider consider all the thoughts that you're thinking about, what you're going to eat, who you're going to talk to. <laughs> what, how are you doing fi with your finances and your friendships? All of these normal concerns are still going on. So that's, that's why the relaxation is helpful to begin with. But these four steps seem to be uh, very useful. Look above the comments section in this video, in the description of the video, and there I will post the link. If for those of you who are really serious about cultivating your ESP abilities, I highly recommend that you read the full article by Rhea White because it includes numerous first-hand accounts from successful ESP percipients going back to, to the early years of ESP research about how they were able to uh, accomplish the successes that they found. Now, let me close by asking you this question. Do you wish to be successful in remote viewing and psychic functioning? Do you wish to be able to consciously utilize ESP in your life? Is that something of interest to you? 
Thank you for being with me.